0: Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, instill in us the strength of faith that fills our lives with hope for eternity, that we might be content in all circumstances and filled with the joy of your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. One of the members of the church I served, a beloved member, not really very old, died on Christmas Day. A week or so later, we had his memorial service, and I was standing in front of the pulpit, and there were some members uh, in front of the front pew having a conversation before the service started, and I overheard one say to another, what a shame. Now, for the rest of their lives, Christmas Day is going to be a day when they remember their father died. A few minutes later, doing what pastors do, kind of running around, making sure everything was ready, I was at the back of the church, standing behind the soundboard, and some of the children were there. And I heard one child of this man who died say to another, Isn't this amazing? From now on, Christmas will be the day our Father entered heaven. Now, if I had made that story up, you know, it would probably be just a a good analogy Uh, It would would illustrate the, the different perspectives one might have on death and loss and grief and eternity and salvation. But this story really happened. And it is my hope for us that when we think of those who have passed before us, when we are experiencing the grief of loss, that we might also remember like these young people, this was the day my loved one realized the truth of heaven. May God bless you as you consider that. 1 John says this, See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. One of the struggles we have sometimes with all saints is the question of who are they? Or maybe more importantly, am I one? Uh, and when we think that sainthood is something to be earned through what we do and what we believe and how we've served others or done miracles or uh, who knows what other kind of you know, definition we want to put on that, then most of the time our answer is, surely I am not a saint. Surely I do not qualify for sainthood. But I remind you on this All Saints Day of the great love the Father has lavished on you by declaring you to be saints through the death and resurrection, and our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You, brothers and sisters in Christ, are saints of the Lord. We want to remember that as we continue to go forward through this day, and indeed as we continue to go forward through our lives, because the truth of the matter is that sainthood does not mean the end of struggle. We are saints in Christ not by merit, but by faith. Pastors have sort of different philosophies or expectations for how we lead memorial services. I remember once uh, another member, same church I referred to previously, this was like the guy. The guy who was the clear lay leader, leader of faith, head of the deacons, former president of the congregation, leader of Bible studies, incredibly kind and beautiful, wonderful man who said to me on his deathbed, don't you dare preach about me at my service. Tell them about Jesus. Well, that was challenging, but it was also clear that he wanted those who were gathered to remember that his eternity came through the promise of Jesus. And more importantly, he wanted his service to be an occasion where those people who were formerly his students or his co-teachers in public school through his life and education would have an opportunity to hear the saving truth of the gospel even as they gathered to remember his life. When I plan my memorial homilies, I very often try to blend those two realities. I want to mention and be clear that our hope is in Jesus, but I also want to shine just a little bit of light on how that hope in Jesus shined through the loved one that we've lost, that their legacy of faith might live on in us, that their legacy of faith might inspire us while not overshadowing the truth that those fruits... Are gifts of God for those of us who have faith, not merits which we earn. We also remember in the Beatitudes the fact that this list of uh, blessings don't sound very much like blessings. Listen again to Revelation 7. After these things I looked and behold a great multitude which no one could number from every nation and all the tribes and peoples and tongues were standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands. The multitudes of heaven will be beyond our ability to count can you grasp or should i say are you being grasped by the truth this morning that you will be included in that number by the grace of god that that is the hope in which we live and the hope in which we pass from this life to the promise of eternity it's important that we remember that because sometimes we are poor in spirit and sometimes we are meek and mourn and thirst for righteousness in a way that is not always fully realized the truth brothers and sisters in Christ is the the the, the road we walk as the people of God here on earth, is not an easy road. The promise of eternity doesn't take away the reality of struggle and hardship and pain in this life. And so somehow it is our hope that that promise gives us comfort and hope in the midst of the struggle One of the great verses in the Bible is the one that reminds us we grieve, but we do not grieve without hope. This blending of the hope of the promise with the grief and the struggle of our lives today. This idea that the promise of God, the gospel of God, has the ability to reach out of that promised future to grasp us in in this very day and embrace us in the love and comfort of the presence of the Holy Spirit of Christ and the Father in our lives that we might be encouraged that we might be filled with a hope that leads us and strengthens us for today and for tomorrow. I I loved the fact that the congregation named my former church Desert Hope because I thought of the wilderness times in our lives and I I was reminded by the name of the church that even in those wilderness times we are a people of hope now some of you might be thinking pastor in those dark moments I don't feel very hopeful some of you might even this very morning be saying pastor Uh, that's not me today. And what I want to say to you is, that's why you're here. That's why you're here, to hear the words of the gospel and the promise proclaimed again, to allow the truth of the promise of God, the very presence of the promise of God in this place to take hold of you, to embrace you, to give you comfort, and to be together with your brothers and sisters in Christ. We walk this journey in good times and in bads, sharing the laughter and the tears. And while we live in a very individualistic culture, Here in the church we recognize how often the comfort and the promise and the power of God comes in the smile, in the embrace, in the listening ear of a fellow brother and sister in Christ who has the same promise and in the moment is allowing them to be a bearer of hope to you. May that be your blessing this morning. May it be the blessing you receive as you come to receive Christ anew in the Holy Sacrament, as you share in the less than sacrament of coffee and fellowship following the service, and have an opportunity to simply notice how your brothers and sisters in Christ are doing so that the gospel might encourage them listen to the angels of heaven in our revelations tech today text today all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God saying amen blessing and glory and wisdom thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever amen and we're reminded in Philippians when we're struggling and when we're anxious to pray with thanksgiving, let, making our supplications known to God. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we do not walk alone. God is with us. We are on this journey together. Make it a habit of calling one another, of checking in with one another when you need a blessing or when you think your friends might. And then one of the elders addressed me, these in white robed, he asked, Who are they and where have they come from? And Paul answer, John answered, You know. You know the truth. Sir, I answered, You know. So he replied, These are the ones who have come out of great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white. In the blood of the Lamb. We, by the promise of God, will come through. We, by the promise of God, will hear and be encouraged and be reminded of the hope that is ours in Christ and in the church, even through the times of struggle, even in those moments when we might be saying to ourselves, it isn't worth it. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go to heaven. I want my life to end. And I want to say to you, in the midst of those moments of discouragement, hear this. God knows the right time to take you home. God knows the right time to take you home. Maintain your faith and hope and trust in Him who holds the key to life and death and eternity. And then I want to remind you of this if you're still struggling to catch the truth that you are a saint. I want to remind you of this in Paul's letter to the Philippians. Greet all the saints in Christ Jesus. Greet all the saints in Christ Jesus. May our greetings for one another be a recognition that we are saints together in Christ. And so I say, good morning, saints of God. May your day be richly blessed. Our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen.